back in the booth for Ad Oil Podcast. We got the homie, Evan Slagle, a.k.a. Mr. Record Room, um, DJ, producer, engineer, recording, studio owner, all-around musical genius. How you doing today, buddy? Oh, man, that's a reach. Uh, <laughs> um, I'm good. I'm doing uh, real well. Yeah, good to be here. Yeah. How are you, man? You uh, I'm, all, I'm all right. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. It's good. Uh, good Friday. Fuck. <laughs> Wait, is it? Good? No, not no. Good Friday. It's not Good Friday. No. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was a few months ago. All right. So um, why don't you like introduce yourself for everybody? Yeah, man. Um, so yeah, like we, I guess we've known each other for like at least a year or so. Yeah. Um, so yeah, my name is Evan. Uh, I am the founder and owner of The Record Room, which is a professional recording studio here in Hong Kong. Um, we're located over in Wong Chukan, um, over kind of near the Aberdeen area. Um, but essentially, we're just a one-stop shop for everything audio, from sort of rehearsals, but more so, you know, production, mixing, tracking, uh, mastering. Um, we kind of do it all. Um, it's kind of myself and a few others that we're kind of building a team around. But um, essentially, you come to us with a project, um, we can. We can sort of do it. Make it happen. Make it happen. Yeah, um, you have a you have an intern now. I do. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't Ming, realize the man, the Ming, he's <laughs> nineteen years old. It makes me feel old. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean it's. Uh, I mean, as you know, like it's it, growing anything. Like teamwork really does make the dream work. I mean, the more sort of responsibilities that you can dictate to people that share the same vision for anything, literally. I mean, yeah. you just you get there quicker. I mean, there's just more people. There's more bodies. There's more you know creativity uh, there's more ideas um so that's kind of been the real focus of just like building the record room and getting more people involved getting more producers getting more people writing um sort of just expanding the network as much as possible hell yeah and actually the the connection between us was the that like some of my homies that rap yes have been have recorded at your studio yes. so it was like uh habitat man habitat. Shout represent habitat. Yes. um great guys uh yeah, I mean, obviously, actually, I don't even know how. How did you guys all get hooked up? Oh, um, well, I sh- I feel like I should be asking you these kinds of questions. <laughs> but I'm not. <laughs> but I'm, no, 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 I'm okay, generally yeah, no, curious. We, we I'm generally curious. It. Um, it was literally an Instagram DM. Uh, mm. I had seen the the Mama Told Me Instagram. Yeah. Uh, and they were promoting some parties, and they were. I, I was like, Yo, this is like the exact vibe I need to yeah. like be around. So I just, I just DM'd him and I was like, you guys don't know me. I'm like new here, but I DJ. Um, and Chris said, I, I actually like, after we all hit it off yeah. and I was like formally part of the crew or whatever. Like I, I asked him one day, I was like, w- w- did you guys think I was some weirdo? Like, and then <laughs> Chris, did you Chris, get weird vibes from my DM? <laughs> I mean like uh, a cold DM can like, it can go so many ways. It's so true. Um, but, uh, no, Chris was like, he's, he said he saw like Chicago in my bio and he was like, okay, this guy probably knows, knows what the fuck's yeah, up. <laughs> Cause up. like, you know, I mean, really, realistically, like they, they do struggle. They, they were struggling to find like a, like a, like a, a formal hip hop DJ here. And like, yo, I'm sure there's plenty of people that can like spin a hip hop set, but sure. like not somebody that like fully understands the culture. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. like, absolutely. Yeah. So, but yeah, when we hit it off and yeah. The power of Instagram. Um, Absolutely. It's crazy. So you grew up between here and the States. Yeah. Um, I I mean, I always say I, but like I was literally three years old, so I didn't make these choices. <laughs> My parents and myself, we moved to Asia when I was three years old. Mm. Um, yeah, I was born in Virginia um, and moved out here, went to school here. And then kind of up until, you know, I graduated high school, I was in Asia, um, either between here, two separate times, lived in Beijing for a stint, uh, lived in Malaysia two separate times. Um, so essentially, yeah, uh, Asia for up until I was like 18, 19, went back to the States for college in Baltimore. What up? Uh, and then did some time in New York after that. Uh, and then three years later, yeah, I was here. Um, so you didn't really spend much time in Virginia. No, I mean, <laughs> we would go back for like summers most of the time and then Christmas maybe, but it was literally, I only experienced the U S when I would go back in the summer and that was just like okay, everything like a, like for me. I mean, like or something. Yeah. yeah. I mean, literally like, you know, from June or sorry. Yeah. June to like August or whatever it is. Um, and it was like the best. Cause like I would just like soak in. That was like when I was getting into music, I was 
loved punk rock stuff and like mm-hmm. that was like my vibe and I would just like soak it in and just be like what is going on in America like how how our kids are like doing things here because it was so different living in either Hong Kong or Beijing yeah. Um, yeah so it was, it was very weird to not live in the States up until I was 19 years old and then I spent seven years there which ended up being like the longest time I've ever lived in one country okay which wow. was kind of strange that's, that's yeah. crazy um so and and what so you you were in you said you were in baltimore when went you to baltimore went to, for college yeah. uh, i went to loyola did a like a fine arts degree uh, and that was like the same time uh, i had started picking up djing i kind of like as i went into college i was like when i first bought like my setup and started getting into it and i started playing at like college parties and college bars and literally have the same type of job i have now like i played just like a regular bar like on saturday nights for like three years straight four yeah. years straight i mean it's a it's a it's a solid check though <laughs> it's I mean, fun if you though can find yeah somewhere good that works for you and you and build you a relationship the with the place and, yeah yeah um so yeah i did uh baltimore and that was like when i was starting to really get into things and then once i graduated college i was like i want to do this full time and i didn't really want to go to la because i didn't know anything about it <laughs> And uh, <laughs> I, had the, I had the same thing. Like, I'm not like a Southern California type of dude, but yeah, it's you. cool. Like I've been once, and I, I I digged it, and like it's it's crazy. I mean, it's a place to be for creative anything. Yeah. Uh, but I just it was a little too intimidated. I was like, I think New York kind of fits me a little better. Yeah. Same. And uh, and then yeah, did some time up there and uh, studied music, worked at a DJ management agency. Uh, worked for the chain smokers for a little bit. Yo, I saw that somewhere <laughs> on one of your bios, and I've never asked you about that. So I'm so happy that came up. Uh, what What's that all about? I mean, like, I so I I got an internship for this company called uh, 4AM, and they are a like purely DJ management agency. Um, and at the time, they had a whole roster, and, and they still have a whole roster of really kind of like New York club DJs playing all the big like One Oak and Avenue and. Towel like that, that kind of like real bougie sort of like big club type stuff. Wait, what's the one? Is that it, are they at? Uh, it's a t- it's on top of a hotel. I think it's like uh, Le Le Bam. Le Bam. Yeah, I mean all all of them. I mean yeah. like just my, one the of my main meatpacking like all those spots. Yeah. Um, because the founder Jusky was basically uh he's a he DJ for Pharrell, he DJ for Jay Z and. Uh, basically start like a DJ collective back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyways, I got an internship working with them. Um, I was just doing grunt work, but our boss um, at the same time had been managing, but also booking uh, the Chainsmokers. Back in the day, they started in New York just playing clubs, like just doing DJ acts and like, you know, it was, it was a club DJ set. Yeah. Um, and they, it was kind of around the same time when um, they started really building a lot of steam on Hype, Hype Machine, um, doing all these remixes. And then they did the selfie song. Oh yeah, um, that shit took off. Yeah, so I, I was I was in charge of going through all the submissions because everybody was like, they sent out a thing like, send us in your videos of like you dancing to the selfie video. <laughs> oh, so I had to like go through like all these like ridiculous submissions of like famous people, non-famous people, just like stuff we could use, stuff we couldn't use. Did you like strain your face muscles from cringing? Yeah, so hard? it was it was pretty pretty interesting. But uh, yeah, so I, I essentially I was an intern. I was I was a bitch boy with, for them for a little bit. But running yeah, errands, doing stuff. A cool it was great. Though. Yeah, I mean I learned a lot. Um, great guys. Uh, they. Um, but yeah, so they they kind of like ended up blowing up after selfie. My boss took them and went with a sort of deal with Sony that disrupted records, basically kind of putting them fully into their whole you know. Uh, path that they're doing now um, which is amazing yeah. and then 4am was still a DJ agency which I ended up running for another like year um, and that's sort of now rebuilt into a bigger sort of um, sort of thing but uh, it was just going the direction I didn't really want to go um, and I just didn't really the see myself mu- as a music wise or like I just didn't want to be an agent I didn't want to be booking people doing things that I could do you know yeah. I don't want I want to like I it just wasn't really the direction it was fun I could have made it work but just wasn't right um and uh and then yeah then that's kind of how i was going to dub spot at the time so that was what i moved up there for originally just to do music production mm. uh, ableton course and logic course and everything um and uh and then yeah and then i started just you know basically interning and studio engineering at a bunch of different studios in new york um getting as much experience as i could um and that was kind of like the path of the next like two years um, and then eventually I had the great opportunity to kind of come back out here and set up my own shop. 
and uh yeah we've been open for now two and a half years oh wow yeah been around for a minute yeah especially in in, in a city where i feel like the ter- the business turnover is so high it is two and a half years is an eternity here yeah i mean especially in like the creative world i mean yeah and like people have been you know asked me like business wise like how's it going like you know how do you find stuff you know what was the scene like and i'm like yeah i mean it, it is what it is i mean it's not like a i don't i'm not tapped into anything that people don't know but i mean it's just about expanding your business and if you know things aren't you know one avenue of your creative field isn't really popping off you just kind of put more eggs in another one um and and sort of just yeah just being able to expand and work with people sort of around you um yeah but it's been good yeah (laughs) <laughs> that was a good yeah, that was like that was a good a good recap because i i mean like yeah i have known you for a minute but i don't i didn't know like the whole story yeah um just curiosity mm. where where were you like where what neighborhood were you living in in new york and like Ooh. what kind of places if, when you weren't djing like where were you kicking it or like where was like your spots and stuff uh so i lived in hell's kitchen which okay. was really cool or they're, they're trying to call it clinton now um uh. which because there's a there's a ba- there's a naughty word yeah <laughs> hell's kitchen <laughs> and then everybody obviously thinks like daredevil um yeah. but uh no it, it's such a cool area um they uh is I, that lower lower it's Manhattan, above like, it's above midtown so you're above like the real hell of you know new york okay um but you're on the west side um okay. and if you kind of stay on the west side you could just like kind of past midtown eventually get into chelsea and then like you know down to meatpacking and further down gotcha, gotcha, um gotcha. it was cool cool spot so yeah it was i was all west side like between meatpacking chelsea um uh and then i would either shoot over to brooklyn i was gonna and, say you never hung out in brooklyn well that was the thing i mean my so my good buddy ended up working for brooklyn brewery and he was like yo on friday night be like come over to the brewery and it's just this amazing party like every friday night they have like their tap room open and it's just mm. it's just like amazing out. great vibe yeah yeah sick um I miss it though. It's a cool place. Uh, yeah. I'd love to be back in New York. Yeah. Um, I think anybody that has the opportunity to live there for whatever reason, even if it's just like a little bit of stint of stay, it is so worth it. Yeah. I, I actually, I really love New York. I, I feel like sometimes it gets shit on by like other people, like people in the U.S. Like, oh, like it's dirty. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's chaotic. I would sure. never want to live there. Sure. Da, yeah, da, yeah. Da. But I think it's fucking great, yeah. to be honest. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, I was going to some. I forgot what I was going to say something else about New York, but, um, oh, I was going to say, do, does, does Hong Kong in certain ways remind, like remind you of New York a little bit? Yeah. I mean, it's always like the easy comparison. I feel like a lot of people you talk to in Hong Kong, like, Oh, you know, it's so like New York. And some people say the polar opposite. I kind of fall in between. There are aspects for sure. I mean, I think it's just that international metropolitan city that, it's got the kind of it's got the grunge you know it's got a little bit of dirt you know it's not yeah. like completely polished at all you know neighborhoods so far, you know? um exactly so i do see it i mean i just think new york is you know hong kong times 1500 just in terms yeah. of just i mean it's not even space but it's just people and things to do and yeah, variety i, I guess. see that I, I i see the comparison in terms of like like the hustle sure like oh yeah for the, sure the city that never sleeps yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah like i feel like that terms obviously go like that's what people say about new york but i yeah. feel like it's so applicable here i 100 um, agree yeah, yeah but in terms of like fun shit and like creative shit yeah. and things to do new york takes the cake like it, oh, there's yeah. not there's no comparison for sure there, yeah, yeah, yeah. So. uh but yeah i love new york and i mean i love hong kong too so no shade no yeah. shade there. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it's 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 hard to compare yeah, i mean there, sure. there are comparisons but yeah so yeah. Outside of you know DJing in uh, in Baltimore and New York, yeah. and then going to like production courses in New York, did you grow up playing instruments or doing anything like that? Yeah, I mean like the <laughs> earliest stuff was I played drums. I yeah. think I started playing drums when I was like thirteen, and that was just because I love Travis Barker. I love Blink One Eighty Two. Dude, hell yeah! I was <laughs> I was a I was obsessed. Like, yeah, he he had a moment. He, he, was, he was like one of the coolest dudes. He was. Like, he, was. Early, he literally. Like, early to like mid 2000s he was my idol um i mean i still respect man i think he's amazing but yeah i just was like that's the guy that's what i want to do and so i just i i uh, yeah i mean i would just practice and do blink covers but then eventually like i started playing you know with more people like oh so we started doing bands so kind of did like little stuff it was kind of towards the like latter end of high school end up doing like a 
it was like an 80s cover band with like a bunch of like teachers from my school which was <laughs> but it was like all like young and cool, teachers. cool teachers yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like i was going and playing bars with them like you know i was oh, 16, like 16 in like in yeah, beijing really really sh- yeah doing 80s covers only um that's pretty sick actually yeah it, so like, like like beijing was like kind of where it all started and then on the side i was playing in like a real like punk band yeah, um, were you making your own music too no not at all oh, okay. not at all we did when i moved to hong kong i did have a band briefly here we did do one recording at this really tiny studio over in like mong Kok that I think it's still there. I think people still like jam there, but uh, they just have like a microphone in the corner of the room and the guy like outside just like hits a CD player and like it records. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, literally didn't I ever get into any recording. Didn't even like think about it at the time or like even, you know, fathom that being like a profession that I would go through. I mean, I, I, I didn't even think I'd ever become like a professional drummer either. Like I loved it, but I was like, I don't even know if that's really what I wanted to do either. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was just always just like a, a acute kind of fascination and love for music. Um, and yeah, it's just really strange to kind of like see that sort of progression and how it kind of came about. Because if you would ask me what a mix engineer was or like a master engineer, like back when I was, you know, at that age, I would have no idea. Nor like would teens? I be like, you know, interested. I'd be like, oh, well, it's like a weird sort of like. Did you, did you have uh, professional goals? Like, be like high school age like period because what'd you say you went to school for sorry I forgot. uh so i went to school for fine arts it was like a photography major okay uh it was an amazing time um i yeah <laughs> i didn't do a whole lot um <laughs> I, I did but you I enjoyed didn't. yourself i did enjoy myself but i also did get a great degree and i you know i i love you know my whole college experience um, in baltimore is great um but uh, yeah, that was not really music. I, I was DJing on the side, but it wasn't really music specific. And how do you think at that time? I mean, it started getting an idea that maybe DJing could lead into something. Cause that was like, you know, mid 2000s yeah. where like DJ culture is blowing up and people True. are just like, oh, this is so cool. I can do this now. And um, so I, I definitely was writing that for a little bit. Yeah. Um, but so when you were in school, did, did you, were you like planning on becoming like a, like a, full-time photographer or like you were just you were just I, like I, oh, I don't know I, I needed I need a obviously a focus I needed a direction I got really into I mean in high school I did fine arts as well and like uh-huh. I did like IB art and I, I was always on the art side of things yeah, 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 I needed sure. something to do I needed something that I could like make into a profession and so like all the graphic stuff kind of came into play and yeah getting, like any like media stuff I feel exactly like around that time was like a solid bet exactly yeah. picking up some skill whether it be you know photo video whatever graphic it's a design, great just side yeah. hustle to have and know how to do um so yeah they, it all just kind of came into play and you know obviously I was gaining skills to i mean i think the design stuff was huge for me just to be oh, yeah. kind of like to do your own self-sufficient and, stuff, and yeah. like know how to you know brand and you know put things yeah. together and i will say record room has uh, like a really noticeable branding i like appreciate the aesthetic, that yeah i, appreciate I, really that. Like, I, I, I work hard to keep it that way and try to like really think through how i put things out trying to do something different but at the same time keeping it all consistent, consistent and yeah, like I'm no, i've definitely noticed the keeping the color palette and mm-hmm. yeah, just you know developing it over time as well definitely um, I, c- I see the intention and i i respect appreciate it. that <laughs> appreciate that sure. it's it's a game yeah so yeah um, another thing outside of the the chain smokers mm. another thing I, I saw i don't know this might have been like a throwback thursday post or something yeah that i wanted to ask you about um you you booked a Big Sean show like early in his yeah, career, dude. like before he blew up. Or like whatever. what was the big? Uh, not bullshit. I was gonna say bullshit was a fucking slap, bro. Bull, I love bullshit, <laughs> but bullshit. Like I think that came out like right after he played in Baltimore. But the what was one the real big one right before that? Like it was like the kind of like viral. It was before he announced like the big you know good music sort of deal. Mm. But it was something that summer or like that remember, that sort of fall. But I remember that I'll, era. Of yeah, Sean I'll, I'll look it up. And I, it, truly, I didn't really know who he was when it first kind of came into sort of play. But yeah, Big Sean blew up. He was he was you know inklings that you know Kanye had listened to him. You know he's going to be a big sort of like summer hip hop guy. Um, I was doing events, but I was doing like 
purely like electro like mm-hmm. blog house like that yeah, kind of yeah, stuff that, that was because this must have been like 2010 yeah yeah like okay. that was that was just the stuff i love and so like me and some friends we from dc we did like a, a it's called be more electro okay um yeah it's really funny well that was um, uh, wait <laughs> because in dc around the same time there was another trilectro right was uh oh fuck oh yeah isn't wasn't that around i think so it sounds very familiar okay yeah. anyway I thought um, that's what you were gonna say. I was like, oh no way. But anyway. Yeah, no, so we, we had this like little like, you know, party, kinda like, you know, mom told me, just like homies throwing down and yeah. but it was all electro blog house type stuff, dubstep of course. Yeah. Um, that era. Yeah, but that uh, was before it became like <laughs> a, a, a curse uh, word. <laughs> two robots yelling at each other. Yeah. Um but uh yeah, so I had a really great friend who was also going to university there and he was just like huge, huge hip hop head. Um he had like he was a little bit older, so he had kinda had like a crowd. He had, you know, some people that we could like put some stuff together. We knew some like bands, we knew some other like artists that like did hip hop stuff. And we're like, We've got the whole sort of formula and my buddy's like, Yo, let's just figure out how we can get in touch with his manager and see if he what he charges. We were able to pull enough people together to kind of get the money and like get the sponsors. We had like a like a local like you know just a, like streetwear company help us out and a couple other things. So yeah, we booked him uh, a band, uh, Cool Stick, who actually like went to my college. It was myself and my buddy who did a small set and then uh, maybe like one or two openers, and then Big Sean. And like it was it was ridiculous. I mean, we had like a whole team of guys just like ready for like whatever his. You know, requests were he had like a four-page writer of just the most ridiculous stuff. <laughs> like, did you? It was anything illegal fi- on there? No, okay. but just like five packs of double XL all white, no pocket Hanes tees. Uh, you know, assortment of Starburst and other candy. Uh, they wanted like a rotisserie chicken. <laughs> um, like assortment of like you know Sprite and Coke products. Um, like it was just three pages, four pages of this stuff of just like ridiculous thing so we had to like run pull all this stuff together um and yeah it was a great show it was it was like yeah i mean i don't even know it sold out but it was a cool like ram's head uh venue and uh and yeah so we threw it and then literally soon after that he was just like on the move and yeah. i think just kind of blew up into mr sean yeah, he's still 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 around still dude i know actually it. he uh, i listened today he did a yeah, track did a with out recently uh he did the single which was kind of cool it's like his like new thing the one I listened to today was like him and ASAP Ferg and uh, some other guy. It was mm. kind of cool. It was bouncy. Um, yeah, yeah, that was that was a that was a wild one for sure. <laughs> yeah, that's that's crazy, and and like that'll happen. Like, I mean, I I have some stories where it was like not not the same exact thing, but it's like where you like go to a show yeah. or like you know you know dj a thing like for somebody who like down the line is like Ends up a, being, a yeah, household yeah. name and it's just yeah. like oh shit it's crazy we were at the same party that I know. time and who would have thought yeah that's always so cool but like and the other thing i noted is like you know like you had you said you had like all the homies like chip in their time and and don't and like do whatever they could and like you had like the local streetwear sponsor and yeah. shit and like when we're talking about the difference between New York and Hong Kong, I feel like that that type of community isn't quite as prevalent here. And like, sure, I feel like uh, there could be there could be more of that. Yeah, I, I mean, like what I was saying, you know, before, you know, just like building a team is crucial. I mean, mm. just the the more people that you have, like, just helping out, and you know, whether it be financially or just you know, to uh, to, another, to uh, pull just yeah, just around. like resources, and you yeah. know, your friend might know a guy who can connect to you, like this guy, like. It's just kind of endless possibilities. The more people you put, you know, on your team, um, and yeah, I mean, I think you can make things happen. Yes. At the same time, you know. And I hate to be too pessimistic because it does. It does feel like uh, there's like been a lot more shows and, and stuff going on in Hong Kong. So yeah. I, yeah, that is for sure. Like shout out to Gloostick, they've been Ooh. killing it. Um, you've got one coming up pretty soon. Yeah, made in Turkey. Is that what you're talking gonna about? Fun. <laughs> sick. It's gonna be yeah, it's gonna be. Cool. Um, no, it's it's been great, and obviously Rolling Loud coming like big big I, moves. Big I know, Hong Kong uh, hip hop is is running right now. I feel yeah. like uh, it's a great time, and yeah, you're seeing it by just people being interested, and that's gonna show through live acts coming out here. Hell yeah! So uh, yeah, that's good. Yeah. Um, so one thing I was gonna ask was like, so you produce, you make beats. Yes. Um. Who are some of the producers that you're fucking with currently okay. and all time? Okay. And then also, uh, this is a new a new segment I'm doing on the pod. Okay. It's going to be like uh, 
I asked, I asked, a, I, I did a poll on my Instagram story for other people's favorite producers, and we're gonna Ooh. we're gonna roast their choices. Ooh, Just kidding. We're gonna discuss. We're gonna, it. We're gonna discuss. Put everyone on yeah. display. Yes. Like, yo, that, that <laughs> what pick did you is say? trash. Yes. No. <laughs> um, yeah, no. Just maybe d- discuss the. Uh, yeah, their choices. Ooh. Influence. Um, God, at least always top of mind for sure. At least because I think I grew up with this sound, Timbaland for sure. Yes. Uh, he just uh, his his sound is just kind of iconic through our kind of generation. I mean, he's done so many different things, and like on top of it, it's just you can I can pick it out like within you know a second of hearing something that he's done. Mm-hmm. Um, and and that's it's just, how you know that's yeah, and like the like. the just sonic quality of like his stuff is just you don't really hear it as much. Um, actually, he is from Virginia Beach. True. I actually found out so is so is uh, Pharrell. Pharrell, Neptune, shout out, love, obviously them. I mean, like yeah. they they their production, like it's kind of crazy how much you go back and see, like oh wow, Neptunes or Chad, somebody had like basically produced this. I mean, yeah. so many hits from '90s, 2000s. Um, same with Missy Elliott. God, like that whole sort of. Ooh, congrats to her, I guess. She just yeah. got a, a big award. Yeah. Um, so I, I love that sound. Like, and it's always been this sort of more of like a East Coast sort of vibe. Um, at least in, on sort of like the sort of like hip hop production stuff and who I dig with. But like at the same time, like, I mean, I, I you know, as much as I do listen to hip hop and that's most of the stuff that I work with and, you know, I, I sort of want to be pursuing, but. Like all my like real influences come from you know what I listened to back in the day. I mean, where it's like punk rock stuff. Like I love '80s music. I love like old like psych rock and roll. Like just like obscure sort of things that you know I grew up with. And like I will I will reference Blink One Eight Two as a as, as a you know someone that I, I pull production stuff <laughs> no from. No shame like, whatsoever. I mean, because it, it's it's what you enjoy and like you know it's not sort of shameless of like what. Um, you know what you listen to and what what you vibe with and it's definitely going to reflect in like your musical direction mm-hmm. uh, your musical choices yeah for sure and like as like so i f- i mean like i understand like i i definitely identify as like a genuine like music like appreciator of like music, music and i know music you connoisseur well, no. i mean not in like a pretentious way because I, I i actually talk to james about this a lot because there's a lot of like quote-unquote classic shit that i'm like unfamiliar with and i feel like a fucking fraud <sighs> yeah. but um yeah but as and i know you are too i know i know just like by the conversation we've had i know that you are like an and an, a genuine music lover <sighs> and um i feel like you can't pig- like as somebody that appreciates music you sure. can't pigeonhole yourself too much like i'm i'm the same way like i love i love rap music i'm a hip-hop head like through and yeah. through like i dj a lot of hip-hop music but yeah. like I don't listen to that shit every day. Of course. I had like a conversation <laughs> with somebody and, and I like sent them, like, I just like sent them a song because it was like, I don't know. Sometimes I do that. I'll just be like, yeah. hey, check this out. Yeah. And they're like, this isn't rap. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I, yeah I, know. I know. And they're like, I thought you didn't listen to anything else. I'm like, what, what do you mean? Like, this is all day, every day. Yeah, just, no, it, it, it's really true. I yeah. mean, yeah. To like, yeah. Also just like give your, your sort of brain, uh, you know, sort of just, just to relax a little bit, you know, because oh, it, yeah. it can be it can be aggressive music and it can oh, be very sure. intense. <laughs> yeah, um, you definitely, definitely got to change it up and have a <laughs> have some dynamics a little bit. Yeah, I don't want to I don't want to listen to to men I don't know tell me that they've had sex with my girlfriend. Just yell <laughs> and <laughs> yell and bitch. yell. Yes, I know it, it can be a lot <laughs> yeah. for sure. Um, so wh- what about now? Is there anybody that's like coming up right now that you really Ooh, that's you, that's you really digging? I mean, like everybody's on Kenny Beats right now. I feel Ooh, like he's, Kenny. I was gonna say that too. I, he, like, I was gonna he, go through mine. You can't Kenny mess with him. Yeah, um, and he was actually and like a little bit of an EDM producer. Loud Pack. Loud Pack. And that was probably around the era you were fucking with that shit. Yes, because like Loud I Pack remember was dope. that that was also when like the the weird sort of like. It, That's it, when EDM <laughs> trap was like actually kind of. So good. yeah, I, I guess I guess we can call it EDM trap. I, I feel like it was like when us white boys were like, "Ooh, wow, this is like ooh, a like 808, 808 yeah, like shit. ooh, <laughs> let's call it trap music." When it's been called that since like the beginning, like yeah, I, I was funny. I was at like you know like um, it was in the Midwest, so you probably didn't, haven't heard of it. It was like Somerset, 
song. I don't know. Ooh, it it okay. was it was just uh, another one of the like like Wookie festivals. Oh, okay. Like, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. like summer summer camp was the big yeah, one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. It, it, I was at one of those where you were camping out and yeah. you go to, and like it was a bunch of like dubstep heads and like <laughs> you know like fucking Wookies and shit. Yeah. And I said and I but I, I I was there of course with like some of my hippie friends and stuff and but I was still like the hip hop guy or whatever, and I was saying like some I was saying something about trap music or whatever. And some, some like, some, some chick in like, you know, a bikini with like, d- like glitter on her face and stuff, like turned around and, of course. cause this was like a, this was like, a, there was a bunch of jam bands and stuff, but then there was also like dubstep. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, and, and I, yeah, I said something about trap and then she turned around and she's like, you're at like, or no, she, she asked me what trap was. Cause, cause she had been hearing other people talk about it, yeah, yeah, but they were probably talking about like EDM trap. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, I was like, I don't know. It's like gangster rap. Yeah. And she's like, what? No, it's not. And I was like, well, I mean, I, I don't it's know. It's EDM with a hip hop beat. Yeah. yeah. But she, she was talking about the diff- a different trap than I was talking yeah. about. And that's, it was like kind of confusing. It's all a trap. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, it, I, yeah. Cause I remember, I remember that like, uh, it was like, uh, real, real trap stars, or real. It was like that one like mixtape, and it was like a whole video about like Atlanta and how this like EDM trap scene was developing. And yeah, it was like Kenny and that other dude he was with, I don't know uh, who and Laupak, who apparently yeah, is doing like actually this. He's like into like audiobooks and like podcasting now. Like oh. that's like his thing. Hey, I know, crazy. Yeah. So Kenny, anybody else? Um, producers, producers. Um. Ooh, I'll shout out to uh, J&Y, who's based in Hong Kong. Oh, yeah, I yeah. stuff. Yeah, he does We've been some working on some things and sending some stuff back and forth for a while. He's got some tracks with Wes, I He does. Wes he does Jameson. indeed. Um, he, uh, another guy that I work with, uh, Koo, Q-O-O. Uh, ah, he's Paisley Days. Yeah, right? so they did, uh, like they, they're like homies, and they okay. did uh, like a, a dual here. collab here. Yeah, yeah, it was like Paisley Days, Koo, and then Mr. Koo. Koo and Mr. Koo, yeah, yeah, I saw that, I saw that. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, Derek um, Koo, he's he's like a um, electronic R and B kind of. I, I think he's like the the Hong Kong Frank Ocean. Uh, that's the sort of like Sick. vibe that I get from that's him. Dope. Uh, we've been working a lot. Um, yeah, I mean it's it's been kind of like I've really been trying to hone in on like guys in Asia because I mean obviously it's regional stuff, and mm. I think like this is the place to really kind of stand out and you know really put our foot on the map in terms of like music and you know mm-hmm. artists and stuff so i've really yeah, been yeah. trying to like discover new guys and you know figure out what the you know who's making moves yeah yeah that's that's so I, yeah i was gonna say kenny beats that's that's sick that you said mm. that and then just go through my all-time who are you fucking <laughs> yes please 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 um, of course well dilla is it for me always yes. and forever so yeah. dilla um that's probably the all-time one and then yeah um I'm trying to think who who else is a producer. I'm fi- there, I mean, there there's like a whole slew of like SoundCloud producers that I oh, get, yeah. I get all my like remixes and stuff. And it, from. it's funny, like yeah, it's just like one guys that maybe did like one one remix or like one thing. And you're like, oh my god, this is just like absolute fire. Yeah, and they um, just have like a, a few Lucys on SoundCloud yeah. and stuff. Um, and uh, I don't know, Pierre Bourne. Oh yeah. Um, oh yeah. He's got some he's got some hit got some slapperonies. Um, I'm trying at to my think. list. Ooh. I'm a big Danger Mouse fan. You ever listen to his stuff? Um, I'm he's, familiar, he's, but he's uh, not someone. He's that the I... other dude in uh, Nars Barkley. Oh, okay. So him and like CeeLo. So like he does like the production CeeLo sort of sings, but he's got like this like crazy, just kind of like really soulful kind of like all this shit just sounds like it was recorded back in like 1950 sort of stuff. <laughs> like he's just got like this really great like gritty sort of like uh, you know sort of like sound he's got dope stuff um who else do i've got oh well obviously the hitman i was looking up there like all the bad boy stuff oh like i was i was reading some things about him and just like their like team of like guys that just like pumped hits in that sort of you know 90s sort of like big like bad boy era and just like put out hit after hit what what are some examples Oh my God! Like all the Biggie stuff, and then okay. Mary J. Blige stuff, and Mace, Ooh, and some of that neo soul. Uh, like oh Mary yeah, Mary J. Blige stuff. Yeah, sick. Diddy, fucking all of it. Um, all right, so let's see. Let's see what some of the um, participants. Let's in this see. Thing. It's funny because it's actually a girl. Not not that women don't have good taste in music, but 
um, it, I was just uh, like it was a girl, a, a cute girl that okay. said Kenny Beats yeah. for her current and all time for Jay Dilla, and I was Ooh, like, there you go. Oh hey, there you go. <laughs> hey, what's up? Let me slide into those Soul DMs mates. real quick. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that that was sick. I was like, oh okay, hey. And a bunch of people said Kanye, uh, which yeah. kind of, I guess that surprised me a little bit, but I, I get it. I just don't think of him as a producer. I think of him as like a curator. Yeah, um, I, he does produce. He does. But he, he 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 just has. A, I well, I think his gr- biggest talent is is recognizing other people's talents. Yeah, that but, yeah yeah for sure. Um, but yeah, okay. So so Kanye, I, I get it. I see it. Um, it's always Kanye. Someone said Alchemist. Yeah. I I, I fucked with he's, that. He's just got hit. I mean, he, he's his discography is amazing. The amount mm-hmm. of people he's done stuff and the current stuff. Yeah. Action Bronson. Yes, yeah. that's what I was gonna say. Uh, Alchem- uh, Action Bronson. Um, and then uh, actually one of my really good homies, and I'm not even surprised he said this because he's like a, he's not like a purist, but he just mm. like came up like listening. To, he had like an older brother that was like a major like backpack hip hop nice. head. You know, like yeah. uh, he said, premiere and ninth ninth wonder. Um, yeah. Good. Yeah. Also Classics. legendary. Yeah, for sure. And then another guy said uh, Velvet Jones, Velvet who is Jones. like a, that's a, that's another one of the SoundCloud ah, guys. Yeah. Oh yeah. But I will say, I will say, there's a few of the other SoundCloud producers that I, I I'll just name drop real quick. Do Miss, it. Miss Mavy. Miss Mavy. Fucking super sick, like Afro trap okay. stuff. Um, Bronco. Bronco. Okay. Uh, Portuguese guy does like a lot of like Brazilian That's cool. type shit. Um, trying to think, who else am I checking for right now? It's like. I only I only look at a few like SoundClouds right now because I've I've actually been really like disappointed in SoundCloud. Or, yeah, I was gonna ask you like how 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 frequently are you on SoundCloud or like has it has it gone down? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I don't know what happened. I almost don't use. I, I feel bad. I mean, I do use it for you know if I'm looking for people's stuff or you know some people only have stuff on SoundCloud. But yeah. I was God. I mean, that was like my like Instagram like I was on that Dude. stuff like looking downloading Same. throwing stuff in my sets because like remixes at the time like were awesome like you just like new guys are gonna put out quality stuff but it's like I think I followed too many people and yeah. then now Same. it's just yeah, now it's just like yeah, Dude, my stream is like it's what? horrible yeah I can't find anything I can't yeah. find anything that I'd actually like listen to and I don't know if I need to like start again or just like is it worth it is SoundCloud gonna actually like survive well, they, yeah they were gonna shut down for a minute and then that was like a big Fake news I don't know, then, but yeah. shout out a uh, fucking Audio Mac. So oh, I've yeah, got yeah. that's like a partner. Of yours, yeah, right? so we we work together and um, T Gut, good guy. He um, he runs stuff. He's actually a little pumps DJ. Oh, so <laughs> I'm hoping he's gonna be here for Clock and Flap. Uh, but Ooh, yeah, link up. big link up. Yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, so they they've been running sort of Audio Mac for the past little while. They just signed a exclusive deal with uh, Sony Warner. Warner, maybe Warner Big, because I think it's Warner. Based here, I think it's Warner. That might have been. Um, yeah, so it's and flap connections. Yeah, they, um, they, uh, I, I think that's becoming the the place for at least for hip hop stuff. I feel like Warner. No, Audio Mac. Audio Mac. Okay. At least to like host stuff where you don't have to go and you know. I mean, it is so cheap to put your music on Spotify anyway, but. Audio Mac, I feel like, has just Direct been upload, killing like, it for what is current in hip hop right now. Like, sick. it's all the sort of underground stuff, um, the current stuff, but it's curated nicely. I think it's blowing SoundCloud out of the water for sure. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I have been disappointed with SoundCloud lately, but I don't know. Yeah. Everything, everything. It, the only, the only, the only consistent is change. Um, how does that? What's that thing? I don't know. I'm, I'm willing to adapt. Yeah. I'm willing to move out of SoundCloud if I can find something else. Yeah. You know? like I'm I mean, not, I'm not married to it. And it's going to be the I love it. It's going to be the streaming services. Like, I mean, it's going to be the streaming services and oh, YouTube. Yeah. yeah, I mean, like, you really can find, like, really good stuff on um, on, on Spotify. Like, yeah. That, like, that nobody's heard yet. You yeah. Know? Like, uh, like, quote, unquote, underground. What is underground nowadays? Yeah, but know. you know what I mean? Like. Um, How many views it has, I guess, yeah, yeah. or listens, w- whatever. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, you can find some really, really good hidden gems on Spotify oh, yeah. for sure. Oh yeah. Um, so speaking of, you know, you know, producers we're, we're fucking with right now, yeah. um, and in what's going on currently, yeah. who are some other artists? Doesn't have to be rappers. Okay. Um, that you are fucking. Oh, 
one more producer only because I've of this like there there are a few people that have like developed a relationship solely through like SoundCloud and online, mm. and I don't want to forget him. I I know he won't listen to this, but this dude John John Sean, he lives in Miami, and Ooh. he's always sending me like exclusives and like Miami sort of like. Bassy uh, it's stuff, a, like no, it's more. It's stuff? like a, it's a, it's a lot of like it is bassy, but it's like it's like a, it's like cumbia, yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. it's got shit. like that, yeah, yeah, that yeah. sort of flair to it, yeah, oh, yeah, like lots of, lots of, I don't know, like Afro house yeah. with like some salsa cumbia yeah. shit tossed in, and yeah, That's he's fire, oh yeah, um. So, but yeah, so who are some some current current artists you're fucking with? Doesn't have to be rappers specifically, bands, anything, albums that have come out recently. I am. Who have I been into? Oh, I do love Earth Gang. I've recently, or not recently, but like over the past like year or so, yeah, like definitely developed like their, their own stuff. sort of thing. And uh, that whole Dreamville sort of collective, collective, whatever, yeah. which was great. Um, really, really into it. Got an amazing video on it. Um, actually, when I was when I was looking at that, I was kind of thinking. And then I saw like the uh, like the quality control album that came out with big all fucking flop, dude. I'm saying <laughs> it right now. I did not like it. I, I, there wasn't anything on there that I was a big fan of. Nah. But it's it's kind of becoming like a, a culture again, where you know to do like like to kind of show your guns and be like, this is like our label shit. This is like this is our stuff. So I mean, like obviously you got like good music stuff. You got the Dreamville. You got Quality control. You got the what was the other one? Uh, ASAP Mob. Oh, yeah. um, j- just having that sort of like you know that kind of idea of like almost like like old Wu Tang by like yeah, having yeah. like endless amount of dudes just hopping on the record and creating this like mega sort of what like piece the, of work. What was the ASAP uh, like posse mixtape uh, co- cozy tapes? Right? Cozy tapes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay. which was solid. Yeah. Um, which I think is cool. I mean, I, I kind of dig that. It's just yeah. I mean bringing it all together and like having that consistency is also very very tough but dreamville i think they did awesome god it was an amazing record i i think j cole ha- i think j cole used to be i think j cole went through a phase where he was the fucking grumpy mm. og yeah he said fuck these little kids yeah and they're they're mumbled rap da, yeah da, da. but i feel like he's had a change of heart lately and yeah. has embraced I mean, it to an extent. He he's got a song with young thug you know yeah. like and I, I, I think I think that album is killing it right now. Yo, I actually had that on my notes to bring that up. Yeah, so much fun, fucking Ugh. fire. But um, yeah, I feel like, and I and I feel like there doesn't need to be that divisiveness. No. You can you can be you know your little lyrical miracles you know, but you don't have oh, yeah. to hate on. Yeah, I mean it's, the, it's the well, ignorant trap shit too. Yeah. Like it, it, there's a time and a place, and like yeah. there's lots of people that like both. I just can't stand the people that are like, oh, rap needs to be like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I think he definitely got in that, and, but like he, he also knows how much of a lyrical genius he is and he says in his music that he like it, people aren't even worth my time to feature it on my record like yeah. but i went platinum no feature yeah <laughs> like but i i think to to be like because i think he did say in interviews like he's like i just don't want to be that hermit old man that's just like never got to work with anybody like yeah yeah so, so at least I, if i'm I, gonna do it i'm gonna do it in my own terms and like create something really amazing yeah so i like that he's kind of taking a more like open-minded progressive approach to it and like yeah it doesn't have to be one thing or the other or you know and it's key i mean i think i think when especially as like like music is just gonna keep growing even more and like they're you're 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 you know, release radar is just going to keep growing. Like music every Friday is going to keep coming out. So like making those kind of crucial decisions, if you are an artist to like strategically put stuff out and have intention behind it, I think it shows. And it, I think at least with like listeners, you know, no matter how big you are, like being, you know, able to like do that and not just hop on a feature, throw out this, like do, you know, a a half-assed quality of this and just like put it up. Like, it's hard to sort of stand out that way, you know? Yeah, and you know, it's funny because I, I read, um, speaking of So Much Fun, the mm, Young Thug album, yeah. which, agreed, it is a banger. Um, it's he, won a bunch of records. Huh? It's won, like, all kinds of, like, weird, like... Oh, like streaming like, Yeah, things. like, how many, how long it's, like, been up on the charts, how many different singles, oh, yeah, which is crazy. Yeah. And I, that's funny because they've had to develop new metrics with new, new ways of consuming music and shit. It's funny. But I, d- I did read a thing, um, or maybe I saw, like, a, a, a video snippet of an interview or something where yeah. he was saying that um, this, this was the first um, project he's done where he, it wasn't... He, he he 
took into consideration more of like what people might want to hear from him where it, it didn't like change mm. his style too much but he was like Interesting. I, I like like I notice people are more responsive when I do these type this really? type of shit yeah so he he um he he kind of uh just took other people's I mean I, I totally get it because it's, it's weird because like the, the, first, time, the yeah. first sort of like comment that came to my mind after I gave like I think I was kind of halfway through the album like a whole listen and I was like oh shit like he I felt that he was going the polar opposite I felt that he was just like this is my sound this is what I like and like this is what I'm gonna put out hmm. I did not realize that that he'd kind of openly that's very interesting yeah but I mean like it goes to show that he's like I mean he's in tune or something yeah I, mean, I, I, th- I think he's I'm not gonna go as far as like giving him too much praise but I mean like he's done a lot and he's like mm-hmm. definitely gonna be like one of those like legendary guys so. in, in, in hip hop music and yeah. it's a show that he like really has something special that if he can f- if he like actively is like I'm gonna make something that everybody likes and make something that everybody likes like that's I mean, it's a, I mean it's a crazy power to have yeah um, so what are this, this is, this is going to be funny if, right. if, if you, it's I'm ready. <laughs> um, so can you go through some of like your least favorite types of people to work with in like the recording? You don't, I sure. would, I would, I think it'd be sick if you name names, <laughs> <laughs> but you, you could also just go like a certain type of trait of people that like recording um, with them and like working with them in musical projects. Interesting. Are, I mean, <sighs> To be honest, though, like, I mean, everybody that we've had in, like, has been amazing. Been They've been humble. They've been, you know, really respective of the space and my time, their time, uh, you know, the, the project's deadline, that time, like, um, which has been great. But not to say it's very typical to have a guy in there who's just either, one, going to be just nitpicking everything and sort of, like, trying to make the decisions of the engineer being... You know, whether it be weird EQ things or weird presets on their vocals or, you know, leveling or whatever it is, it can obviously get a little annoying. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, it's really hard to say. I mean, I can't say I I think probably the one of the best ones, though, uh, shout out to our boy Frank, the postman. He... Uh, he, yeah, he um, got shouted out on the last podcast too. Did he really? Homie, yeah. Dude, he, he's he's a legend, Hong Kong. Yeah. Um, he's one of those guys. He just like came in. He like knew what's up. Came in like one two takes. He's like, yeah, that's it. We're done. Like this is it. <laughs> like sick, this, this is this is this is my take, and this is gonna be as good as it gets. Um, uh, which is was sick. it good? Yeah, it was solid. That's yeah, it was, yeah, it was really awesome. Um, but I, I think the cool thing, at least with Hong Kong, like I think the just the studio nature in general is pretty new for a lot of people that are based in Hong Kong that haven't like yeah. been out to other places or, you know, sort of experience, you know, other cities that have like really thriving music scenes. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it can be an intimidating process, um, which I totally understand. And that's why I always try to like work with guys and, you know, set up, you know, just a jam session beforehand or a time where we can listen to music and not something as confrontational all the time as just being in the mic, be like, all right, we're recording, like go, like yeah, give me yeah, your yeah. best performance. <laughs> um, yeah, I could imagine that. I mean, I, I'm not a rapper, so I, I don't have that like mentality. But I, if somebody, if if I got into the booth, yeah. and I didn't know the person, that, yeah. like like with you, I'd, I think it'd be fine because I just fuck around. Yeah. But, like, if if I was like a little bit like feeling kind of shy and like I didn't know the person recording me, yeah, that would of definitely course. be. Of like, course, I mean, a weird it's a situation. very intimate process. Yeah. Like you're, I mean, as you were talking in the microphone, I'm like sitting there, or you know, if there's other people in the room, like we're just like you know innately listening to like the <laughs> little intonations of your voice like and every, in your head you're probably like damn dude everybody in the studio probably just thinks i'm trash it's it, yeah <laughs> so i mean like people they'll turn off the lights or like point the microphone away from like the windows so they're not looking at anybody like everybody's got their own like methods to kind of produce you know their best work but uh i mean with that said so i mean the the whole experience itself is is kind of new and it, you know if you're not used to it it's it's something that i've got to build a relationship with you and get you to where you're going to put like out the best performance you possibly can put out the best music you can um but at the same time so everybody that has been in has just been very just like open to the process and like anything that i have to say or anything they want to try out and it's just been a real sort of development thing to like 
you know, getting people to just like loosen up and like get into their raw character and you yeah. know, like really just like let best, loose. The best music yeah, is created yeah. when, when everybody's feeling at home. Yeah. And comfortable. Um, yeah. So it's, it's been it's been great. That's awesome. Um, this this is probably gonna be well. You kind of answered. Well, you said you worked for the Chainsmokers before, but yeah. what are I guess I'll, I'll, I'll rephrase that. I, I had it as worked with, but mm. what are, what's probably some of the biggest artists that you've had recording in the record room? Um, I think the most recent one was De Niro and Trent, who yeah. were in here not too long ago. And they were also on the podcast. I know. <laughs> Shout um, out to them. It was a great podcast. <laughs> Thank you. They, um, great dudes. And yeah, we were talking earlier. I think they, uh, they've got some real traction. Um, both of them have very unique and interesting styles. Um, and yeah they've just got the content to back it up um did you guys put together some tracks yeah so i mean we've got like uh we just did like a awesome session we kind of pulled together all the production that we have and things that we've been writing um and yeah we got like three or four that they're really vibing with and we did some vocals over they've also got some of their like team that have done beats and so the idea is we're gonna have a hong kong project with i mean right now it's at least like four so i could be more because they're thinking about adding some but Mm. Oh, so yeah, it's going to be like, gonna be like a, like for yeah, I don't know how it's going to be posed or branded or the direction, but we are making music, uh, which is cool. How, um, did, how did that come together? Instagram, man. 100% Instagram. Dude, shout, Just out, shout out to the DM. Hunt, hunt down. Like, if there's something you want, literally find them on Instagram, find their email, and, like, set them up. Like, it's crazy what just, like, one message could do. Absolutely. And, like, literally the difference is just you getting over your, your shit and just, like, sending it, you know? Yeah. Like, if you've got something the to, worst. like, bring to the table and, like, want to put something together, it's it's easy as that. Yeah, the worst that happens is to be left unread. It's crazy. <laughs> and and obviously it does happen and that is the the fear but then you just like keep pushing because i think even that like i think i sent to the one account and like i think it might have been like the generic account and i was like maybe that didn't go through and so i went through figured out the manager figured out like their email like yeah, yeah, yeah. hunt it down it's um that's dope i wonder if they i wonder if they were able to record any like at any other tour stops because like yeah, that might have been like a very special experience for them they like, uh I, at least on the china trip i know they were like day after day just i don't even think they yeah their hotel to venue to airport sort of deal yeah Um, that that was their last day so i think they were like just kind of chilling like they were like i'm on vacation for like two days yeah like that's it (laughs) like i finished the show i'm hanging out for the next two days i think so so that that might have been uh like a really cool experience for them as well as you uh it was sick and yeah i mean we're we're just now we're we're kind of all putting it all together and hopefully be something tangible and out and soon um yeah we just gotta get some more things recorded yeah i think also like the getting left on red thing in in situations like that sure just can't take it personal can't it's like people have shit to do you can't people have shit to do it's like it's not they don't owe you a response no people some people might get salty about that but it's like yeah yeah but it's got you gotta have thick skin to be you definitely have to be thick skin and you just gotta be persistent and you know just don't take no for an answer if it's something you really want yeah so a few more a couple um, yeah so obviously they're they're the kind of the most recent guys um been working with this uh kid young drakes young drakes <laughs> he's he's uh I, I i can't i think he's 17 now i'm pretty positive he's 17 so he may be 16 but okay. i'm pretty positive <laughs> he's 17 All right. um great kid uh linked up with him just kind of you know we i think he just hit me up on the website or wherever it was and we've been tracking i think we've done like three now uh, we just finished like a, a feature with him in uh, Squarehead, who's oh shout out to Squarehead, dope, like dope in this guy, scene. Yeah, he's great cool. dude. Uh, so we just finished up with uh, a single with them, uh, which should be out any day now. Um, and yeah, he's just like a like young, young, obviously super young kid, skater guy, uh, but making awesome hip hop stuff. We got some really cool beats, and uh, I think we're just gonna keep kind of cranking out some more stuff. Um, he's got a cool little fan base. Um, so yeah, we finished up with stuff with him. Uh, finished up a project with Ricky. Uh, got Ricky, Ricky, Ricky. Yep, got the like most controversial four. rapper in hey, Hong Kong. Hey, hey, he loves it though. That's <laughs> the thing. He, off he of loves it. it. He loves it. But more power to him, man. Yeah, hey. sure. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna get him on here someday. You should yeah, actually. Yeah, he has a lot to say. <laughs> I think that that'd be a great move. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure you'd love it. No, yeah, he, um, he wants. He wants to come on. So. Um, yeah, so we're finishing up, uh, I think we got like four or five with him. Um, that's going to be a really cool project. Um, I'm just waiting. I know Wes just got back from, from France. Um, but I know we're trying to get together with them to just do some writing, maybe some tracking. Um, 
So we got like two or three ones that we are all kind of like, eh, with. But I think we've got some new stuff. Yeah. Maybe we want to try out. Maybe yeah. some new beats. I think Habitat. They've been trying to put together like a like an EP for a minute. The long way album, man. Yeah. It's gotta come out. I know. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then let's see, I've uh, done some work with uh, Shamika and J and Y. That whole kind of like crew. Ah. Um, oh, J and Y works with Shamika. Yeah, they oh. do. He does a lot of her production. Okay. Um, and she's like just a great sort of like writer. I mean, she can just like bang out sort of writing really easily. We did a show with her at This Town Needs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She's she's a wild. She's, she's wild. She's, wild she's got one. the energy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, she loves EDM. Loves the the, yeah. the sort of like big sort of sound. Um, yeah. but we've got this really cool like almost kind of like uh, Ariana Grande sort of like chiller pop sort of song that oh, we okay. did. Um, which sounds really cool is another one that JNY did uh, the B for. Um, so yeah, we're working with those guys. Um, been working with a guy in uh, Singapore, Louis Indigo, who Louis I got Indigo. linked up by through Chris. Okay, uh, they knew each other from somehow. Is he part of the wavy, the wavy? Boys yeah, like so his his sort of like new like uh, label is uh, made you famous. They got like Young Raja and like his like Singapore sort of like hip hop crew, uh, which they're making some really big moves um there's some there's some tight there's some really singapore good stuff out there in some, southeast asia like and there's some good stuff in malaysia too malaysia singapore are popping off i'm actually going down there next week after next um but uh yeah they've got some really really cool stuff they always had a really strong hip-hop scene they love it down there um yeah. but uh yeah some of the newer artists are really killing it yeah, well, I mean, we I did a we did a show like a mama yeah, told in, me yeah, thing. Yeah, you in KL. Yeah, KL. yeah, I remember all the guys saying it was like the best one. Yeah, like, it was yeah. lit, dude. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Malaysia knows what's up. And then the next day, I was there by myself. Uh, they all went home, and I was like, I went to this party. I like traveling by myself. Sure. Because I just get into all types of like weird situations. Oh, yeah. yeah. That like I don't ha I don't like need approval. Like, cause when you're with the group, you got to be like, oh, does everybody want to go here? Yeah. I yeah, went yeah, yeah. I went to some crazy party. Um, that do you know Eason? Uh, he's like he's like. E. T. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, ext fam, extended fam. Yeah. Mama yeah, told me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So he he lives there. So he he um told me about this party. He was busy that night or whatever. But he told me about this party and I went to and it was. Legit. Insane, yeah, it was crazy. It's like no, like we would never have a situation like that. In Hong yeah, Kong. at least right now. It's but crazy. Maybe maybe we could. Yeah. But yeah, there was like ten performances, but it was just like one track each, and then it was <laughs> it was one one DJ just like DJing throughout the whole night. Okay. Like, and just like every like half hour or so, there'd just be like a random, like he he would almost even like mix it in. Like oh yeah, mix yeah, in yeah. The track. Like, right, like the next guy. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. And then they would just perform. It was like you know club performances. Yeah, and yeah, it yeah. was like a dope ass party. But yeah, and I got super lit that night because I was I don't know just like shit, it was last night. Yeah, why not? I was, I, was, I was there by myself. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that, was, that was a cool last night. So what were we talking about? Oh yeah, Malaysia. Malaysia Singapore scene is popping. Um, yeah, the, doing some mixing for Louis. Um, hopefully have some things coming out. Um, uh, still trying to pull this uh, this Bohan stuff together. We've been Bohan Phoenix. Yeah, we've been like back and forth. Um, I'm hoping he's out back here sometime soon. We can work he's together. He's Taiwan, right? Uh, no, he's he's kind of like he's New York. Um, yeah, yeah, I know he's, but then he's got, from the US. He, I think his like home base in China is Chengdu. Oh, oh okay. Chengdu is like and I know the he spent time in Shanghai too. Hi brothers, all those guys. Yeah. No, nah, yeah. we, we ain't doing that. Fuck hi brothers. <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. Uh, controversial. Yeah. yeah, yeah um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, man, who else we got? Um, Jay Dillon. We actually did a bunch of stuff with him. Um, I think he's, yeah, I think now he's got, like, four that he's just. He's a Hong Kong kid? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he does, like, uh, uh, what do you call that? <laughs> like, 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 you know, just kind of, yeah. like, Drakey, you know, okay. vibey sort of. Singing, rapping. Yeah, raps, but, but he, so he's, he's, uh, he's got this sort of you know uh other flair to it so he's got like the i think he mixes like at least three or four different like indian dialects and like some of his like oh which is really cool and then he hops into english and like each song is like a little bit different um so he's, a, he's like a like a, a better nav yeah like like and he just like hops <laughs> no, through and, yeah. i don't think anybody would really <laughs> want to be compared to nav that poor dude he, uh, he's really trying he's, he's like he's trying. The, yeah he he, he yeah, it's all pretty good i actually don't mind him he just gets roasted by the, whole, the internet all the time he does. yeah i, he I does. don't mind a lot of his music actually but yeah. yeah 
Um, so yeah, I think I think he's just like waiting to. Uh, I think he's doing some videos and stuff for them, and just gonna cool. kind of put them out. Jay Dillon. Um, I, I'm not familiar, so. And uh, who else have I had in? Um, the uh, and then this one girl, uh, Sophie, who I've kind of been working and not working with. Um, just we've been trying to uh, connect, but she's a uh, Hong Kong-based artist. Does um, more contemporary electronic pop somewhere in the middle somewhere there um i might have ended up on her one of her music pages very at possible some point. she uh she played uh so far sounds at the studio um it's almost a year ago now mm. um also got some really cool stuff and then uh and then i'm open i mean I've, i'm always like like i said i'm always online just like you know talking to new artists looking to see what they're doing trying to get a feel for like what's what's working um looking for guys that are you know like I said, I do everything, whether it's more production stuff, maybe it's more mixing, maybe it's writing. Um, I'm just sort of, yeah, kind of, it's just been a nice kind of organic flow of things. And, um, you know, every, every sort of new thing I take on has been uh, you know, great stuff I can kind of add to the portfolio and kind of add to the record room sort of network. Um, it's been cool. Sick. Yeah. Sick. Um, yeah, I mean, I have I have like a bunch more shit I could ask you, but I feel like we've been going for a minute, so I feel like is there any any uh, any oh no wait what actually got? We, I got I got I, I always end with some advice okay. for you. Oh nice, Evan man, I like you. I want to I want to see you succeed. I want to see you thrive. Um, and no, I'm just, it, the advice is always kind of like sarcastic. So. <laughs> <laughs> but no, for real, uh, throw more parties, dog. Yes. Um, we did we did a joint on a yeah. rooftop party that was pretty fun that was fun but i mean like i mean i i know you're super busy doing record room stuff yeah but i i, I mean like the party's big as you know i yeah, mean it's, it's yeah, such yeah. a it's such a brand builder and like it, it's such a great look for you i mean as you know i mean i feel like that's the big part of like you grabbing all these new gigs and you know headlining guys coming in like you've got the the materials like look i've thrown these parties i've had these people come out like this is the stuff that we do and this is what i can provide yeah, yeah. it's huge yeah. especially in hong kong being such a party cultural focus kind of place mm-hmm. um it's big but yeah um so but mainly that was just so i could go to them yes and or dj them and or dj <laughs> yes 100 percent. there will be more no, parties l- 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 legit though like we we should we should collab on some i know oh teaser yeah, can I'll, I'm just gonna say it's it. my fucking party. I'm gonna Drop say it. I was gonna Drop be like, it. can I tell him? You no. can tell him. Um, anybody still listening? All, all two of you. Um, yeah, there's gonna be a, d- a day party next month. Next month here at Eaton Hotel on the fourth floor. I'll be spinning a set. Evan will be spinning a set as there. the record room, and it's gonna be it's gonna be lit. It's gonna be cool. <laughs> Outdoor day party Sunday. No work on Monday. Yes, the next day is a holiday, <laughs> so Sunday fun day for show. Maybe some other <clears throat> some other things going down. I think it's gonna be fun. I think so too. And then the other the other piece of advice which just came up to me like during this conversation cool. was um you you used to be like a booking manager for DJs in yeah. New York. So uh yeah. next time I'm in New York I'm gonna hit Get you. Get you up. a gig. <laughs> yeah, I'll set it up. It, it's funny, <laughs> I, like I, I'm so out of that world but like I'll still use it. Anytime I'm in New York, I'll be like, Yeah, I'm on uh I'm on like the four AM list, like, you know, well, down there. <laughs> sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Sick. Um, but yes, New York for sure. We'll get it up. Yeah, that that actually has been a goal of mine because I, I just love New York. I never played out there, and I've I've traveled a little bit through DJing here, and just want to keep keep it rolling. And Let's I think New York up. would be a, a sick a sick spot. Hell yeah. Um, yeah, I think you did you did just a, a great rundown of like you know promoting you know the projects you're working on currently. But any any other shout outs or like anything. Uh, God, I feel like I mentioned most website, guys. Instagram, website, yeah. Where, I mean, where can uh, we find you? Yeah, d- uh, everything's kind of pretty consistent with like the Record Room HK. So it's the Record Room HK dot com, Record Room HK for Instagram, Facebook. I don't really use Twitter. Um, it, it, yeah, I feel like it's it's a it's a tough one. Well, some yeah. people love it. So I think journalists love it. Yeah, maybe maybe that's what it is. And Donald Trump. <laughs> um, and uh yeah so all my tags hung, uh the rec room hk um i've got contact forms i've sent me a message facebook message me if you've got projects if you got 
mixing, production, you want to be the next uh, fire rapper, let me if, know. If you don't want your music to sound like shit, exactly. hit up that the is motherfucking our motto. boy, that is Evan Slagle at the Record Room HK. All right, man. Thanks thank, for coming through. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, this is yeah, gonna. This one. is fun. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. I, I enjoy doing that. No, it's, it's fun. It's great. <laughs> but yeah, man. Thanks for coming through. Absolutely. All right, Appreciate man. It. All right. Peace. Take it easy. Your DJ has only just begun. Dig this.